Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. To address our new climate reality, the world needs radical solutions. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment, hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. This is Bloomberg Business of Sports. The cold, hard truth about the Olympic journey is not really been financially incentivized in the same way that many other professional sports are. The business of basketball involves CBA, global, our licensing arm, Think 450. All of those things will make up what that looks like. Money in sports is one of the reasons why I enjoy being on Monday Night Countdown. Let's talk about some of the more interesting aspects of business of sports. When you're talking sports, discipline is the bridge from being good to ultimately being great at whatever it is that you're trying to be or accomplish at your profession. Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports show where we explore the big old money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr along with my special co-host for today, Damian Sassauer. You the man, you, you were just telling me about how you had a great time on the links. Yeah, no, I, uh, I hit a uh, three-foot birdie to win uh, my bracket of the Governor's Cup. We advanced to the Sweet 16. It was a big win. Kudos to Eric Hoberman, Alpha Dog, for carrying me on Saturday. See, I I didn't know how hard golf was until I tried to play it. It is brutally tough. Oh, it's awful. And I mean, look, I mean, Tiger Woods, I mean, limping around out there. I yeah. mean, it's just a real sad thing to watch. But I mean, kudos to Justin Thomas. I mean, he held off Will Zalatoris. I mean, what a win and what a what a match. I mean, that format, that three hole format. Yeah. I like that. It's interesting. That yeah. is exciting. I yeah. like that. It yeah. was so yeah, I it, it, kudos to everyone and Tiger Woods. Hey, you you tried, buddy, and I, I understand why you had to withdraw. For the fourth round, and uh, but hey, you, you tried. I mean, to watch him, look, he was one over through the first five holes and then had that triple bogey, and then he, I think he bogeyed six out of the next seven. I mean, it was tough to watch, but, you know, look, that's not his worst round, you know? I mean, he's he's actually had worse rounds. We'll see if he plays in the U.S. Open in mid-June, but I think he's gearing more for uh, St. Andrews in the British Open in July. I hear you. I hear you. We got a lot to also talk about. Uh, there was a dust-up over the weekend. Uh, it involved, <laughs> oh my, uh, <laughs> it, Josh Donaldson, he called Tim Anderson Jackie, as in the reference to the Jackie Robinson, as in Josh Donaldson, New York Yankees, as in Tim Anderson, Chicago White Sox. Now, let's explain this. Context is everything yeah, oh yeah. in this story. If you were to call someone, uh, another baseball player, Man, you're like Jackie Robinson. That would be a compliment. But you got to remember, these two never got along. No, no. So now, you you know, it, here comes this comment. Okay, Jackie. And <laughs> then, man, it, it's on. Let, I'm, let's play the tape of the two trying to explain what happened because they had to hold Anderson back. 
Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm yeah, I'm I'm done with you. And uh, so let's let's first start with Tim Anderson. You know, basically was, you know, trying to call me Jackie Robinson, like what's up, Jackie? Uh, you know, uh, I don't play like that. You know, I don't I don't really play at all. Uh, now <laughs> What he's saying, and, you know, I, I get it. It's like, dude, we're not tight. Yeah. We, we aren't even, you know, close, man. Yeah. So now you're trying to be flipped. Let's hear what Donaldson had to say. 2019, he came out with the interview, said that he's a new Jackie Robinson of baseball. He's going to bring back fun for the game, right? And 2019, when I played for Atlanta, we actually joked about that on the game. Um I don't know what's changed from, and I've said it to him uh, in years past. Not, not in any manner. that just joking around for the fact that he called himself Jackie Robinson. Okay. <laughs> now let's throw in the fact that what uh, Chicago White Sox closer Liam Hendricks called BS on that explanation. Yeah. So you throw all this in, Damian. Where are we? For me, look, uh, you're a professional, right? And I know the heat of the game, things are said, and you know we're never going to know what exactly was said in the context it was used in, but if you're a professional and you say something, and even if you didn't mean malicious intent, um, people have a different perception of what's right and wrong. And Jackie Robinson, I mean, we're talking about the Jackie Robinson here. So, I mean, you know, broke the barriers, right? And so, um, so you have to be careful. I mean, what else can you say, you know? I mean, some things are better off left unsaid. You know, you just don't go there. And he probably should not have gone there, um, even if he felt it was justified in doing it. Now, look, in full disclosure, I am a New York Yankee fan, and Josh Donaldson has been playing awesome at third yeah. base. I mean, yeah. really, defensively, out of this You know, and... But look, I mean, look at the results here. He got Tim Anderson going. The man, you know, the the doubleheader sweep yesterday, you know, that big home run. I mean, kudos to him for rising above it. And I guess that's the game. That's what you got to do. And that's what you have to contend that we, we, we can only hope that this won't be a permanent sort of asterisk on Donaldson's career because we know how these things go. See, th- let me let me set it up. This is like, you know, you and me and we're joking and we're at the bar, and I said, hey, Putin, hand me that salt and ketchup <laughs> over here. You know, we, there's going to be a laugh. If we never got along, and I said, hey, Putin, hand <laughs> me that. There's malicious a, intent there. Yeah, there's uh, going to be a I salt agree. shaker thrown somewhere, man. I agree. It, I agree. I agree. And look, we're not talking about a bar here, Michael. This is happening on a playing field yeah. in the majors where people get paid tens of millions of dollars every day. So everything matters. And, you know, look, I think he made an error in judgment, and I think he's going to you know, pay a bit of a price for it. NBA playoffs, yep, a lot of eyeballs, a lot of eyeballs. You see what I mean. Yeah. Bam, got his defender in the air, fires, got it! Bam, down! Oh, it fell! 98-92 Miami! Bam! Bam! Shock-a-lock! <laughs> See, this is why the NBA is exciting to watch. Ratings have been through the roof. Damien, this is great for the NBA. I mean, look, six million people were watching that. And six, another six million were watching Game 1 of the Western Conference as well. I mean, look, what's amazing is the viewership this year, which is up 14% year on year, 
they're doing it without major teams like you know from you know, like the Lakers like like no one from New York you know, these major media markets and I think that's really what's going to carry the NBA and you know they've got those contracts coming due in the twenty after you know 2024, I believe it is they've got uh, ESPN and Turner and uh, those are going to be some multi billion dollar contracts and the NBA sitting in a much better place here if they don't need to rely on LA and New York to get their viewership can we play that sound again that, that was just so cool I got to hear it again. Bam, got his defender in the air, fires, got it! Bam, down! Oh, it fell! 98-92 Miami! There is nothing like the NBA playoffs, man. It's like Emerald Lagasse calling it, man. <laughs> Bam! But, you know, this is great, man. Emerald Lagasse. <laughs> totally. But, is, but this is why I, I've always said the NBA is, to me, the perfect game out of the four because it, it, it's only like about two and a half hours. You can enjoy it. You can take the kids down. They'll enjoy it. it it's not you know, it's not like baseball. You don't know when the thing is going to end. Baseball's a marathon. you got to feel for some of the people who are sitting out there here in New York in 95-degree heat, you know, and you're just like, oh, it's a four-and-a-half, five-hour marathon. Whereas, you know, you're right. It's nice and air-conditioned in these arenas. It's a two-hour commitment. You bring the kids down. I mean, it's not an inexpensive event to attend these days. But, hey, you know, that's uh, NBA playoff basketball, man. It's the best. Uh, anybody who thought Michael Vick was, hey, he's coming back to play football, uh, no, he's going to stay retired. Michael Vick won't play for fan-controlled football. He says, look, I'm going to stay on the sidelines. Now, first of all, fan-controlled football has two problems. One, when I brought this topic up, everybody was like, what's fan-controlled football? <laughs> <laughs> so they they got to do a better job of promoting what they're trying to do in their startup. Agreed. And two, it, it, I'll explain it, everybody. Fan-controlled football, it's an eight-team league yeah, they're going to play seven regular season games, and it's playoff at a single indoor 50-yard field in Atlanta. Now, does that sound a little familiar to you yeah, yeah, of what, yeah. uh, you know, what, yes, it does. a little arena football? But you're forgetting, and, and Michael, this is a very key point about fan control football, is they don't have a coin toss. They actually play rock, paper, scissors to decide who gets the ball first. And any sport where you play rock, paper, scissors, that's a, that's a real sport. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm you scared. could bet on that, man. You, you know how much money you can make? Oh, my Prop goodness. Bets. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, Michael Vick, you know, he starred for the Falcons. Uh, he was number one overall in the draft uh, in 2001, but then, you know, all of it came to a halt because uh, he had a problem uh, in a dog fighting ring and. You know, he had to he had to pay some time for that. Yes, yeah. he did. And look, I mean, Michael, you and I, you know, we play fantasy football together. And in terms of fantasy prowess, there is nobody really better. Maybe Ladanian Tomlinson, but Michael Vick was a he was just a machine in fantasy football back in those years. Okay, you ready? Rock paper scissors, everybody. <laughs> you got a bet going? You ready? You ready now? Okay, all right. Here we go. Rock paper scissors said shoot. Oh, we, oh both, we both got scissors. We both okay. got scissors, he's, he's man. One, one, one more time. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Said, shoot. Oh, that's dang. me, baby. Rock, Rock crushes scissors. Damn see, that's our mate. See, that's the mistake people are going to make in this league. You're going to go back and you're going to do what I did and do the same thing again with the scissors. <laughs> it, okay. Anyway, uh, 
<laughs> I hope you got a better. What are we talking about? How much time we got here? Oh man, we, it's, talk, uh, we got we got a little time should left. We, should we talk about Man City? Should we talk? About oh soccer? my goodness! I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, they came back from down two nothing versus Aston Villa to basically uh, win the Premier League and. Uh, basically prevent Liverpool from the uh, quadruple, I think, right? Yeah. What's the quadruple? I think they have to win the, uh, the you know, the, the, the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup, the Champions and the Premier Leagues, and that's not happened. So uh, kudos to Man City. I think only Man U and Chelsea are the only, Chelsea are the only two uh, teams to ever win back-to-back. So uh, so kudos to them. That's, that's a huge accomplishment. I forgot. Who got relegated? Somebody got relegated. I, I, I feel bad because, yeah, Berlin, yeah, they got, oh, it, it's just like Ted Lasso, yeah. you know. You get relegated, and you go. And I was like, and just like the Tigers, they could get relegated. Okay, no, I love my Tigers. Don't get me wrong, but hey, man, it's like you know that. You know what? So, Tom Keene brought that up. Maybe we should have that in baseball. Yeah, <laughs> the worst should. worst team or worst two teams they get relegated. That wouldn't be a bad rule actually. That would make it interesting cuz then you can have the uh you know it's almost like uh quadruple A, right? I mean, you know, you'd have a quadruple A <laughs> league. It'd be yeah, I think it'd be a great idea. Oh man, this is you see what we talk about. This has been the Bloomberg <laughs> Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr along with my man Damien Sassauer. Man, Damien, thank you so much. Man, oh, man, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Oh, man. Listen, um, you can listen to us right here on the Bloomberg Business of Sports. By the way, you can follow me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. You've got one. At D. Sassauer on Twitter. That's Damien Sassauer, at D. Sassauer. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world. Osage County, Oklahoma, is getting a lot of attention right now. It's the setting of Martin Scorsese's latest film, Killers of the Flower Moon. The movie's based on a book about the 1920s Osage murders, when white men poured into Osage County and killed Osage people for their oil wealth. I'm Rachel Adams Heard, the host of In Trust, a podcast from Bloomberg and iHeartMedia. For over a year, I was reporting a different story, about other ways white people got Osage land and wealth, and how a prominent ranching family in Osage County became one of the biggest landowners here. Their ranching empire was built on land that at the turn of the century was all owned by the Osage Nation. So how'd they get it? Listen to the award-winning podcast, In Trust, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.